0: Hello and welcome to a Latter day Family Podcast. I'm Todd Michael.
1: I'm Amber Michael.
0: Here with. Just us. (laughs) Now everyone's disappointed.
1: Oh, who do they have on this? (laughs) Oh, it's just that we have more coming.
0: That's true. More guests. We have more planned. To be. Um, (laughs) Also, some other good news. I realized that there's like somewhere between 15 and 20 or something. People who did find the Facebook group. Oh, okay. So I was speaking of it disparagingly in the last episode saying it was only like a couple people. But you
1: just weren't checking it.
0: I either wasn't checking oh. it or I very likely was checking the wrong place. Oh, no. <laughs> Thought I was checking it and oh. I wasn't. Anyway, so that's great. The page is continuing to get more likes and now there's people in the group. Now we just need to start some discussion.
1: Yeah, you're good at that.
0: I don't mean me then.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you can start it and then I can make an add yeah. to it. Okay. Don't put it all Stay on them. Stay tuned podcast, for some discussions this week. <laughs>
0: anyway, speaking of this week, mm-hmm. would you like to introduce the topic since it was your idea? Or oh. would you like me to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how about if I try <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sounds okay. good. Um, so we've been thinking about lately since, basically since we've moved here, or a little before because you quit your job a little before we moved. Yeah. Um, how our life had shifted a little bit from Previously, you were working full-time at your job, and I'd say more than full-time. It was like 10 or 12 hours a day most days. Yeah. Because you were having to stay beyond, go in early and stay beyond your like contract hours. There were no contract
0: hours. I know. But yes, ridiculous. Whatever. Air quotes.
1: <laughs> air quotes, contract hours. So you were gone a lot. And so we kind of just had our two separate little job lives that we did like me and me and the kids and we had our stuff that we did and you had your stuff that you did and then you come home at like the evening
0: a couple of hours maybe at
1: best with the kids and then put them to bed but that's shifted here because you are working from home right now
0: you're telling it like you're telling to me. You're supposed to be telling them.
1: Okay. He's working from home right now. I told you, you were going to have to help me if I did the intro of the topic. I'm helping you. Then you, you. me. I'm bullying you into doing it right. You're doing great. Keep going.
0: Yeah. The, the main thing that we uh, have noticed is the way that our roles have um, shifted without, without the purpose necessarily shifting Mm -hmm. um and then kind of just an awakening of how little so there's definitely different roles as explained in the family proclamation for husbands and wives mothers and fathers but um realizing how little there is that's uniquely just for amber or uniquely just for me Mm -hmm. and how much room there is for us to legitimately help each other Mm -hmm. um and how the more we do that, the better things are. So I don't know. It feels like we're we're ending up with like a string of marriagey related episodes, <laughs> but <just laughs> no, by accident. Just, yeah. just what's been on our mind. Um. So how do you want to tackle it? What what well, aspects should we talk about first? Should we maybe describe a little bit more of like? I mean, you did a pretty good job of summarizing how it was before.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've had like because since you worked in education before. Yeah. We've had little tastes of what it would be like for us to both be home here and there because you'd have like half a summer or a winter break or like spring break. You would get those. Yeah. So, and we would always have a really hard time with them.
0: Every time.
1: Every time it would be Christmas break. The first few days we would be like, ah, we don't know how to, you're used to doing your work at your job away from home. And I'd be used to having like my tasks, the things I'm like, hey, kids, let's go state park and go on a hike. Let's do this. Let's do that. And you'd be home. And we'd all just freeze up like, we don't know what we can do. And we would argue a lot of times. Everyone would bicker.
0: Everyone would have like heightened expectations and extra pressure. like We need to make sure we have lots of fun during this time because it's a unique time off. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like you know because some people have time off or they can take time off uh they work for themselves and they can take time off but it's based around like i'm taking time off for a purpose Mm -hmm. for us i mean obviously we could have planned a little better but part of it was just our finances yeah we did um but it it wasn't ever like oh we have this two weeks off and we're going to
1: Uh
0: yosemite or we have this two weeks off and we're you know going to do these fun things with these people that we know it was always just like okay, now we have time off. What are we going to do? we would kind of out. plan out
1: things that we had been putting off to do during yeah, that so time. we'd make a list of tasks that we couldn't get to because we were so busy. Yeah, And we'd have a list of fun things we would want to do. Try to squeeze in. Or try to squeeze in. And yeah. then it would just end up being a big frustration a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So generally, like if I had to think about um, a summary of my mood during that time, it was usually resentment about having to be so busy with work. Not, like, resentment toward mm-hmm. you guys, no, just yeah. resentment with the job itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Pining away for, like, time with you guys mm-hmm. or, or even just time to, like, get to know the kids and stuff like that. Um, And one thing that we were discussing earlier that, that I hadn't really thought of until you brought it up was I would always get frustrated about the kids, like, when I was around, when I was home. Our two oldest would always go to Amber. So it was like even if I was the adult nearest to them, or Amber was like in the shower or at the store or something, mm-hmm. their reflex would be like, Hey mama, can you it was like that yeah, was just what they were used to, trying. which it made sense because yeah. you were with them. But then I would always, you know, get frustrated and be like, Why don't they ever come to me? Or why yeah. don't they, you know, <laughs> say my name ever? It was yeah. like I felt so shut out of, of being a parent with them. Yeah. Um, and not because of anything you or they were doing wrong. Yeah. Just the reality of the situation.
1: Yeah. It's like you weren't there during the day when they mostly needed stuff. So that Mm -hmm. was their habit to ask. Mm -hmm. And then same thing with like when you were home, not like you weren't helpful when you're home, but like you're not in that when you're in that mindset of always just jump in, jump in, jump in when they ask. Yeah. Then you don't pick it up as quick. So like a lot of times I would still pick it up.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I could easily tune out five requests while
1: yeah.
0: staring at my phone. Exactly. So trying to enjoy my food and ignore them or mm-hmm. whatever because I was like just overwhelmed and zoned. Yeah. The other thing that I like when I kind of contrast and think back, the other thing that is funny and stands out to me is um like how much their their time with me was usually just like stressed and rushed and mm-hmm. obligatory. Yeah. So like when I would do stuff with the kids, it was kind of almost like checking a box. Like, okay, well, I played with them. Mm-hmm. But neither of us were enjoying it much because they were always feeling like it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And I was always thinking, preoccupied thinking Obviously. about all the other stuff I needed to get done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Now, being home, I mean, we're kind of going to have to jump between the two. Yeah, so.
1: we're going to be.
0: Now being home more, so since we've moved, like you said, a few weeks before we moved and then during the move and since we've, gotten settled here. I've been home all day, every day, other than church service, volunteer stuff, you know, just Go tasks. But and stuff, I'm, yeah. all of my work time is in our home office. So it's been really interesting to see how many more opportunities I've had to just connect with the kids throughout the day in much more genuine ways mm-hmm. and ways that are so much more satisfying for both of us. Because mm-hmm. Or both for all of us, for me and each of them, Um, because they're so much more just organic and natural. Like they'll knock on the door and want to come in here, and for 10 minutes they'll sit next to me at the desk and, you know, pretend to use a mouse or ask me questions about what I'm doing or tell me about whatever they're doing or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's just short and, you know, nothing um, elaborate. But I get so much more out of that and I can tell they do too mm-hmm. than when it was like a Saturday afternoon and I'd be like, okay, we have to hurry up. And yeah. I'm going to build them this cool thing in the backyard. Because... Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd spend like half the time yelling at them to be patient while I built yeah. them the thing because I needed to do some dramatic thing to show them that I cared about yeah. them because I knew I wasn't going to get to see them again for a week
1: Yeah, or whatever it was. That's totally how it was. Because you want to make them something nice so they could have that throughout the week. Right. To remember that, like, you helped them with that. Yeah. But.
0: But it usually was just crappy It usually times. was just
1: them being cranky. And, yeah. Yeah. You feeling frustrated that they didn't go like, oh, you built this for me because you cared about me. <laughs> you spent that time it was Where's your thank instead. you card? <laughs> no, not four like Four year that. old. <laughs> you know. But you yeah. Don't, know, it, they don't it, think on that yeah. level of, like, the reason why he was doing that was so I could have fun with.
0: Right. Um, do you want to talk about the maternal gatekeeping?
1: <laughs> Since I brought it up earlier. Okay, I'm not a maternal I'm, gatekeeper. I'm that, that a a word
0: as a joke. That's a joke that we have in our house. Because that was a real <laughs> blog that I read. It was like, beware of maternal gatekeeping. When your husband <laughs> offers to help, don't shut him out. Or belittle his efforts. Which some women legitimately do that okay, yes. terribly. And that is a problem. Mm-hmm. So... I don't mean to make light of the real instances, but that's a troll that, <laughs> that I throw at Amber anytime anything happens, even slightly related to him. Like, oh, your maternal beekeeping. Get out of my way. I'm doing it now. Anyway, but yeah, let's talk
1: about that. Okay, well, in it kind of goes back to what I was just saying a few minutes ago about like me being more in tune with like them asking for stuff, so I would mm-hmm. just jump in and do it. But you are around all day now, so I feel like you've gotten more in tune with just jumping in freely when you can. Mm -hmm. Like, in the past, it would be like, I would change most of the diapers because I was home. Nobody Mm -hmm. else was there. There was a time when we had three in diapers at once, which was rough.
0: And I was working... And you
1: were working a ton.
0: Four jobs. That was when
1: you were the busiest. You had regular day school after school
0: yeah music teaching lessons. music lessons
1: on the weekend yeah and
0: covering after school as the coordinator
1: yes so That's... it was a ton yeah and um so where was I going with it oh you that,
0: that I wasn't around so you were yeah. doing so I all just in the habit of like doing all the I'm doing this this yeah. this
1: if you let yourself relax then you're like a second, then you're just get behind on all the stuff you have little kids right. that they can't do for themselves. Now that you're home in the day, sometimes I'll still go to be like, okay, our youngest has a dirty diaper, so I'll go to change it. And I'll realize you're already taking him over to change his diaper yeah. or before me. Um at first it was a little bit of a harder transition where I'd be like no no you can't do that I that's my job yeah I'm supposed to change the diapers (laughs) or I'm supposed (laughs) to make the meals and things like that so at first I felt kind of conflicted like I was not fulfilling my role I guess right
0: like I was doing it because I didn't think you you thought I wasn't
1: doing a good enough job or something like that but then Obviously Which that's I think is real. That happens a lot. People yeah. get
0: really nitpicky about that type of thing. And yeah. They um when you feel like you have certain roles or certain mm-hmm. jobs and someone tries to step in, either you're annoyed that they're not doing it your way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: quote unquote doing it right. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly what you said, you feel like they're insulting you or saying like, well, you're not doing well enough. So I need to
1: Yeah. That's more my tendency. I don't think I've ever thought like I don't want Todd to do this task because he won't do it my way. Even dishes. I might boss you around. Yeah, even dishes. (laughs) Okay. I do. (laughs) I was trying to make fun of my dishwasher. No, your dishwashing is slower than mine. (laughs) That okay. So so this is why we haven't had a dishwasher until three months ago. We've said this before. And then even then, it was broken for like a month and a half of the time we've we've had it
0: here. Um, Anyway,
1: (laughs) so we haven't had a dishwasher almost our entire marriage. And you haven't done a lot of hand washing dishes, but that's mostly my fault because I won't let you because I'm like, I could wash those in 20 minutes, all the dishes from like the day or something, and it will take you like an hour and a half. I'd rather have you helping with other stuff. That sounds bad. I don't know why. I'm just a slow dishwasher. I'm, I promise I'm
0: not being <laughs> Roderick and trying to be bad at it so that you'll take over. Well,
1: I don't think you are because I don't
0: know why it's such a big difference, but it is. I just I have like a whole thoroughness and system.
1: Please think I'm not thorough with my dishwasher. <laughs> no, and so I need
0: what I need to do is observe you and figure out where you're cutting out some of the wasted time.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Just, anyway. So that's side one. Note. That's not a me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. not wanting you to do them as much as I'd rather you help me with other stuff that you actually right. are right. faster at.
0: And from my perspective, it's been. Okay. So I'm going to read a section from the family proclamation, because this is kind of what stitched this all together for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read a couple. I mean, I'm going to read it and I'm going to stop, but it's all from one paragraph um, toward the end, the last large paragraph in the family proclamation. So it says successful marriages and and families are established and maintained, and then I'm going to read off this list of principles, and I want everyone listening to tell me if any of these sound gendered or gender-specific. Principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreational activities obviously that was a rhetorical question they're not gender specific mm-hmm. but all of those are things that are you know you can build a healthy successful marriage and family on mm-hmm. then it goes on to say by divine design fathers are to preside over their families in love and righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection for their families okay two things that i want to obsess over right there one mm-hmm the necessities of life are not the extravagancies of life. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one where a lot of men get wrapped up in work and making money and get to the point where it's like, well, I'm supposed to provide. Therefore Mm -hmm. I need to provide by being busy and always at work and always preoccupied with work and Mm -hmm. bringing work home and spending weekends on work and nights on work and going on work trips. And like they allow it to consume them. Mm -hmm. And it usually is from a good place. Like, There are men obviously who use that as an excuse, Mm -hmm. but it's not, it ultimately doesn't serve the purpose that I think God intends for us. To Mm -hmm. provide the necessities is absolutely important, Mm -hmm. but you can spare a lot of extra time and still provide for the necessities.
1: Mm -hmm. And. So providing for the necessities can still take up a large amount of time sometimes. Like sure. we were talking about before when you're working yeah. all day long jobs and on to, the weekends. But yeah. we were not living extravagantly by no. any means. No. So that was to provide necessity for sure. Yes. Then there are the, there's the opposite way where you're trying to work so that you can get more wealth so that you can just live more extravagantly. So that's right. what you're saying. Yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's not just saying anytime you're busy with work, you're sinning. I just mm-hmm. saying it, it really depends on what are you trying to provide? Yes. Are you trying to provide the necessities? Like, yeah, when I was working for a job just to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Or are you, you know, you have your baseline mm-hmm. and then you're working extra above and beyond just because you're like, well, if I do a little more, mm-hmm. then we could have this nice lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Or if I, you know, we could, or even you're not even thinking of it as extra. Mm-hmm. You're confusing necessities. With, you know, luxuries. Mm -hmm. So there's plenty of people who, like, they count their home and their car as necessities, but they have to have a huge house Mm -hmm. and a super expensive. I'm just saying, like, it's a consideration.
1: It's something to take yourself in. To the Lord, maybe, and think about and pray about. Right. Let's, um And that doesn't not us mean us deciding like, what someone else's no. luxuries are, but they yeah. could maybe think about.
0: That. And that doesn't mean that you have to drive a beater car no. <laughs> and only ever live in a rental be, until you can save up for a house to pay for it with cash. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like your mindset should be always protecting your family needs before allowing work to consume. Yes. Okay. okay. Tangent. Good. Going on this is the part that I think is really often overlooked. Um, it says mothers are primarily responsible for the nurture of their children. A lot of times people see that as exclusively, like mothers are exclusively responsible for the nurture of the children. Mm-hmm. And whether it's mothers to fathers or fathers to mothers, they'll have that attitude of like, well, that's mm-hmm. not my job. That's your job. And I definitely had more of that mm-hmm. when I wasn't able to do it. Mm-hmm. I felt fine not doing it Mm -hmm. because I was like, well, it's mostly Amber's job anyway to be with the kids. So she's raising them. Yeah. I'm providing. It's not ideal. I wish I could be with them more, but it is what it is. Yeah. Whereas now that I've experienced getting to be with them more Mm -hmm. and actually raising and being part of their lives and having those interactions, um, I don't know that I would have put up with that other way as long as I did. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have stayed. I mean, obviously everything's worked out well and the Lord's timing is the Lord's timing. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: it would have been a lot harder to be content with that, I guess is my point. Yeah. So I think that's something that um is overlooked a lot of times of like me being their dad and changing their diaper or helping them when they're sad or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. is not me doing your job. No. It's not a favor to you. Yes. It's me doing my job and to the whatever extent I'm available because of the time that I
1: have. Yeah. Like
0: there's been times when I didn't have as much and times when I have more.
1: And that's something we were talking about earlier, too, was that um, with our oldest two, they have... When they were little, mm-hmm. they would, like we said, just come to me all the time. Right. And then because that was just even when you were home they would just come to me and we had that relationship more and then you were not like they didn't think you're their dad and there to do stuff for them yeah but the youngest two that we have now they come to you all the time (laughs) yeah like they have that similar relationship i think to you that they have to me as far as this person's going to give me what i need emotionally and physically whatever
0: the need is they're equally split yeah come to either of us yeah
1: and we were talking about with our second, with our daughter, our second daughter, well, second child, <laughs> oldest daughter. <laughs> you guys don't need to know. The second child was when you were working the most. Yeah. um, A ton. And she still has more of that close relationship with me. Wouldn't you right. say? Yeah. Yeah. For, for
0: me and her, there's more of like a, not like a bad relationship, yeah. but more of a strain to connect in some of those deeper ways or for mm-hmm. her to want to come to me. Like when she's upset, I almost am useless, (laughs) whereas you can always help her, Uh and with all three of the other kids, if they're upset, they don't care Mm -hmm. who, or in some cases, I can do better, you know, like with our third child, it seems like half the time, you and she butt heads more often. Yeah, we're similar personalities. Yeah, so yeah, it is interesting, because she, I i had less of that time with her.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know for sure if that's the connection, but that's definitely was, is helpful. The more time you can spend with yeah. them, especially in those early years, the closer of a connection you're going to have with them.
0: The other thing that I um, think is important to highlight, because obviously we're excited that we have this opportunity right now mm-hmm. for me to be working from home it may not last forever in a year from now, maybe I'll be working full time for Walmart because things have shifted and I had to take a job or Mm -hmm. who knows, but while it lasts, we're really appreciating it, but we Mm -hmm. know that, you know, not everyone has that or Mm -hmm. ideally that would be great to have at the start of your marriage. But if you're newly married or just, you know, in school or just finishing school, there's so many situations where Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily going to have the flexibility of time that you would like. Mm -hmm. Um, where it says in these sacred responsibilities, fathers and mothers are obligated to help one another as equal partners. I think for most marriages that should look as flexible as it needs to, to make sure all needs are being met. Mm -hmm. In other words, as long as it's not for the wrong reasons where it's like, well, again, going back to the luxuries, like, we want these really nice things. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: mom's going to work full time and never be with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is dad mm-hmm. or, you know, dad is emotionally reserved and unavailable. So he just pretends that he has to stay at work and mm-hmm. never goes for a promotion and never tries to get where he can make more money with less time invested because mm-hmm. it's more convenient to just be physically absent and emotionally absent. Like mm-hmm. there are those situations, mm-hmm. but in most healthy-ish relationships, mm-hmm. you should have that ability to adjust and be flexible to where times when one of you needs to step up in one area to compensate for the other not being able to, mm-hmm. you're both just as capable of doing it. Yeah.
1: And
0: and that's true, you know, it goes on to say, again, I don't mean to just be reading this verbatim, but yeah. it goes on to talk about like disability, death, mm-hmm. other circumstances. I think about that sometimes. I think about like, for example, you can primarily take care of the bill paying. Uh-huh. if you were to die, not that I want to talk about that topic, <laughs> but if you were to die, uh-huh. I would have to be able to get all the bills paid. I would have yeah. to be able to figure that out. Know all the passwords, know where to find them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it can't just be, you know, one spouse who knows how to do everything yep. or everything in a certain area. And you just trust it. I think you should have kind of that interplay so that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, stuff happens. Yeah. People get sick. People die. Stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, not something that you prepare for because you want to think about it, but mm-hmm. you don't want to be there and not have prepared.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this before, but um, I hear people talking about letting their husbands babysit their kids or whatever. <laughs> like They use the term like, my husband will babysit the kids yes. or they'll watch, or the, watch the kids.
0: The yeah.
1: And that's ridiculous. <laughs> They're your own kids, but yeah. Um, <laughs> It's like, almost laughable, but I, I hope she leaves me a pizza and a $20. (laughs) No, but there's been times in the past, I guess when I felt more like, I felt bad almost to be like, can you take care of them while I'm doing something else? But it wasn't like, I didn't think you could handle it. I never had felt that way, but But
0: it felt like an inconvenience outside of my responsibilities. Yeah. It felt
1: inconvenient to ask you to step in and help. And you'd have to like, talk me into it. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, so even just getting past that, where now if I'm gonna go to the store or whatever, I can, I'm i gonna take these ones or I'm gonna take none, mm-hmm. and I'm not feeling like I'm putting extra like a trial upon you by <laughs> leaving all the kids right. or whatever. Sometimes I feel that way if you're working and I'm like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, if it's like 11 in the morning, or yeah, something.
1: I'm so glad when daddy.
0: heard people say this when people have the mindset of they won't mm. leave their spouse with the yes, kids. Yes, I know. I've heard that before like, too. There's husbands who've never taken all their kids to the store mm-hmm. or never been home alone with all their kids or like I don't leave the baby with him.
1: Yeah.
0: Those types of things, which is odd yeah. to me. Um
1: I know one time I went on splits with the missionaries um when we had, I think just one Mm -hmm. and another lady came to go on splits with the other sister. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm really nervous because I've never left our kids, my kids with my husband before by himself. They had two, they had one that was like our kid's age and one that was like three or something. And I was like, you've never left your kids with him for three years. Like, that's crazy
0: and what a burden that is on the mom like that means yeah. you never had a break for being responsible for a kid yes even if he's around you're still yeah there and at least semi on call yeah
1: and the husband wasn't like just some incompetent sure i knew both of them he was yeah. perfectly capable of taking care of the kids so i didn't know like if there was just more, I didn't know to that story or she just was a maternal gatekeeper. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: Typical. (laughs) Yeah. Denying him the blessings of getting to watch his children.
1: Yeah. It just was weird.
0: Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of like the, the, okay. So it seems like one directional, a lot of times when we're talking about it, of like husbands stepping into their wives role.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But it goes the other way too. Like, Mm -hmm. In building the small business that we're building, Mm -hmm. we had a conversation at the beginning that like I want this to be me taking the lead, but us doing it. Mm -hmm. And our both of our names are on all of the, you know, legal parts of it. And Mm -hmm. both of us have input on every aspect of what we're doing. And there's parts of it that I can't do, like the proofreading and things like that Mm -hmm. that I can't do on my own. And so I need your help with. So um You know, the providing, I think, can also be a huge shared mindset, even if it still ultimately falls on the husband. Same with budgeting and managing your resources. Mm -hmm. Like, there are husbands who could make any amount of money and their wives would find a way Mm -hmm. to mismanage it. And they would still feel like they were poor. Yeah. And there are families who can make shoestring budgets Mm -hmm. work perfectly well.
1: Yeah.
0: We haven't had income or like a paycheck for months Mm -hmm. and we're doing fine only because you're able to budget. Yeah. If you were off online shopping every afternoon or saying, well, we have to have this car Mm -hmm. or we each have to have our own car or just coming up with all these ways to spend money. We could easily blow through our small savings in a matter of weeks. So there's a lot to be said for like respecting each other's roles and then wanting each other to succeed in your role. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to go out and get a job Mm -hmm. to make sure we have enough income, but respecting, okay, well at this period of time, we only have this much to work with. So Mm -hmm. we're going to actually be focused on making it stretch, making it last. Mm -hmm. And you're never belittling me, you know, like, well, once you get a real job, or once Mm -hmm. we have some income, or when you get your head out of the cloud, stop trying to make up a business and get a real job, (laughs) you know, like, you could be totally taking that a totally different way. So we're talking a lot about, you know, me helping with the kids, or Mm -hmm. me stepping in and supporting you, and what primarily would be your role if you had to be home with them Mm -hmm. most of the time.
1: But conversely,
0: it's been a lot of you sharing my burden as well.
1: Yes, that's true. And when we were first married, then we lived for the first two years off of savings that I had from before yeah. we were married. So then that was an interesting like reversal as well. Like it sure. was providing financially, but yeah. you were in school more than full-time you were like taking tons of credits so that you could get through quickly Mm -hmm. so that you could lay the foundation for providing for us in the future yeah so we got practice i felt like with budgeting really tight then yeah and then when you were first working as a teacher the pay in california was ridiculously (laughs) low like it would be low for here yeah (laughs) and it was in california
0: well that's the funny thing the the um pay the starting pay there is way 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 disproportionate to the cost of living exactly because it's almost comparable the pay is almost comparable to teachers here yes but that cost was in california where like where the cost of living is like ridiculous. three times the amount uh-huh. so yeah anyway and then we saying. started
1: having we started having our kids and we were already in practice of budgeting and things sure. like that and i remember being very careful about like whenever i'd go to the store about budgeting out exactly what i was going to buy like planning the meals very carefully yeah and like tallying up how much i knew each thing cost on my shopping list and yeah. there were times when an item or two would push us over the budget and so i'd be like well what can we take off while well, i'm sitting in the parking lot while i'm not yeah. in the store seeing the stuff there sure. you yeah. know yeah and so that i could keep our budget down under
0: mm-hmm.
1: what we were miraculously able to live off of. And I think of it now about how much I could <laughs> I, I budgeted myself per week on the yeah. groceries when was... we had four of us at the time. Yeah. But it's amazing. Definitely. I don't think I could do that now. We have more <laughs> kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even what we're living on now is pretty miraculous.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Shout out to Walmart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another aspect that I think um, relates to this is having the humility to know when you aren't doing well in an area and want to step it up mm-hmm. just if we're talking generally, not necessarily no. about like, I'm not even thinking about some specific aspect of mm-hmm. our experience or our transition, but just generally there's a lot of times where um one spouse might clearly see where their partner could
1: mm-hmm.
0: improve, Yeah, you know, like you could be more, nurturing with the kids, or you could be, um, you know, you really should look for a better job or yeah, try to get that promotion or whatever. Mm-hmm. And too many people have the tendency to get offended or take it personally or say, well, why, how are you to tell me? But ultimately if you are doing it in a way where you are invested in each other's success mm-hmm. and like are there to help, it shouldn't come across as Condemning as much as I believe in you, I believe you can do this. Yeah. Because I would never have had the confidence to resign from a decently paying job that was stable and come here without a job if I didn't see the confidence you had in me to provide. Mm-hmm. Your confidence in me gave me more confidence in myself and allowed me to open myself up to feeling more confidence from the Lord. To take action on what i was feeling prompted to do mm-hmm. if it was just according to me i could have thought of a hundred doubtful excuses mm-hmm. of why it wasn't a good idea why it wouldn't work why we shouldn't try it yeah even now as we're living on savings and we're building it out and i'm like i can see it all completed in my head but i'm like metering out each little piece of the business mm-hmm. as i create it the support that you give me and saying, even saying the phrase, and it's not just because I'm your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: always have to but, throw that in, but
0: like giving me the encouragement and the feedback, and even you know, like there was even something as simple as I had a terrible font choice for the ebook, and you're mm-hmm. like, "This is super hard to read. You yeah. need to find a better font." <laughs> like having that honesty and that you know dialogue to help me be successful mm-hmm. increases my confidence confidence a ton because then it's not just well. I have to provide, I better figure something out. Yeah. It's I have to provide Amber's invested. Mm-hmm. How are we going to figure this out? Mm-hmm. Even though knowing I'm the one primarily responsible for doing the language. Uh-huh.
1: Well, I mean, that's something that's really easy for me to do for you, but it feels like I'm doing nothing really. but, I, but don't but.
0: you think that that is built off of a foundation of, and I don't mean this to like hold ourselves up, like look mm-hmm. at how great we've done. There's plenty of things we can work on, but I think that that piece is built off of a foundation of clear communication over Mm -hmm. the years. The more we've learned to trust each other's intentions, the more we can be so much more efficient. We talked about this Uh on on the last episode, yes. Um, but we just can be so much more efficient at getting to the heart of things rather than like stressing and beating around the bush and some of that's temperament Uh some of it's built over time Uh but it should be a goal i think for any relationship
1: well because that's not like that started out we started out that way we had a really hard time for years yeah (laughs) take everything the wrong way (laughs) yes so yes temperament has something to do with it but also yes practice and just just increasing that trust that goal Yeah. yeah Little by little, and I was gonna say, when you were talking about me being supportive of your role, you're very supportive of my role as well. Though, that's the thing; it's not like I'm just supporting you and sure. you do nothing for me. Um, I don't just having our kids and raising them is. I'm not trying to say I'm old, but. <laughs> It's not. It's not the easiest having kids when you're older. So, yeah. folks, if you can have kids when you're in your like twenties, yes, if you do can have babies it.
0: before you're forty, oh my do it. In
1: it anyway, do it now. So, because <laughs> we had our first one when I was thirty-three, and then you know we have four. So. Yeah. It's getting <laughs> definitely harder. Every pregnancy has gotten yeah. was harder every time.
0: One well, harder, not like, I don't They're like morning. Physically like, harder. Oh, okay. I'm glad I didn't die with that one. Yeah. But literally, like, I'm glad I didn't die. Yeah.
1: That, so like, like Life-threatening them...
0: conditions and health concerns yes. and all that. Yeah, It's
1: super hard. Just the physical act of bringing a child into the world when you're, yeah. and you're old, the older side. Not that you can't do it. And if that's what you... Have to do like it wasn't like we chose to start on the later side. We just that's what we had to
0: do. Um, Cards we were dealt,
1: Mm -hmm. and if that happens with you, then that's okay, and you just do your best.
0: We shouldn't cause some poor single woman who's thirty to (laughs) fall into tears. (laughs) Okay,
1: it can still be (laughs) great. I still love being a mother, and I'm really happy I was able to have the
0: kids I was able to have.
1: So, but if you're able to, don't put it off because yeah. from what I've heard, it's a lot easier when you're younger And that. You don't know what it's like to have kids know. in
0: your 20s, but you hear good things. People
1: always tell me that. <laughs> anyway, and I always hear people saying as they get older and they have babies when they're older that it's way harder. So yeah. anyway, and then just the raising them because little kids are pretty tough. Yeah. They are active.
0: <laughs> Exhausting, demanding. Yeah.
1: So anyway, I wouldn't have been able to do any of that stuff without your support as well, helping mm-hmm. with them as they were little and helping me through the pregnancies and the harder times like that. So it's definitely a reciprocal thing.
0: And it helps that we're each invested in and wanting to do our roles. So mm-hmm. I, my heart goes out to the guys that I see out there who are married to women who resent their kids, resent mm-hmm. being wives, feel tied down or bogged down or have bought into the Sarcastic mommy bloggers Mm -hmm. version of what motherhood is. Um, And I feel for the women out there who legitimately want to raise honorable kids with an equal partner Mm -hmm. and their husbands are like, I put food on the table, leave me alone. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All of their free time is spent on selfish endeavors or just laziness or, you know, feeding into their addictions or whatever it is. And it's like none of their time goes to the family yeah so it does help to have that and and to meet halfway there and and it makes it easier to deal with all of our other dysfunctions like we yep. have plenty of dysfunction oh yeah plenty of issues plenty of things that we're working through and trying mm-hmm. to get you know improving ourselves mm-hmm. but following the pattern that the lord has set for a successful marriage mm-hmm. gives us that foundation to kind of build everything else yes on. Any other thoughts you have before we wrap this one up
1: <laughs> for
0: a nutshell? It?
1: Oh, no, I, I feel like the... I had one back there somewhere, but it's not, I think it might've been a gone. Stupor thought. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't inspired. It wasn't. <laughs> I guess not.
0: Well, I, I don't know what the next few months and years will look like, but having gotten a taste of being with my family more, um, it's been great. And you know, some of the fears that I had around it of working from home, like Mm -hmm. what if the kids interrupt and, and what if I Mm -hmm. don't have as much time to work? It just made me realize experiencing it, how ironically less of my time is wasted Mm -hmm. because with my previous jobs, there were still plenty of interruptions and wasted time. Like I'd have people come into my classroom as soon as the end of the day, bell would ring and, unload their issues on me for 45 minutes mm-hmm. or you know when most recently when i was a site administrator easily two hours of my day was spent just having people chat at me or yeah. want to, like the custodian would spend like 20 minutes in my yeah. office every day when he'd come to empty the trash talking all about his life and whatever yeah. was on his mind or bearing his soul or whatever yeah people would come to yell at me or <laughs> delivery people who got to know me would want to shoot the breeze and talk to me or, yeah district repair people like just yeah, plenty of in- instances where my time would be wasted. So not only is more of my time spent on my kids, but less of my day is taken up, not getting work done mm-hmm. than it was before. Um, And then I'm able to just get stuff done whenever I need to get it done. Like mm-hmm. I got up at four 30 and then from five 30 to six 30 got a bunch of recordings done while the house was quiet yeah, and that was great. And then when it was time to eat breakfast, I could come out and make breakfast and eat with everybody and enjoy that. And like you have the flexibility to, and I feel like I'm doing like a pitch for working from home as if everyone has the option, (laughs) but I'm just saying, I've seen how the things that I feared about it were not actually anything to fear. Mm -hmm. And the benefits have been huge. Uh Like I can't even keep track of all the benefits my stress level is lower mm-hmm. i can tell your stress level is lower mm-hmm. our the unity we have in our home the spirit that we feel in our home is all so much better because we're unified we're here we're invested in each other yeah so i will it will be hard to convince me to give up on having Working this from home, yeah, yeah like no matter how hard mm-hmm. i have to work no matter how much faith i have to exercise no matter how much patience i have to exercise no matter how many times i have to fail at a business and start something else or, you know, do something for a while and then transition or whatever I have to do. Like Mm -hmm. this is, this is where it's at. Yeah. And I want to keep it and preserve it.
1: Yeah. And it's like you said, not everybody has that option, but I think everybody has a chance. Even us in the past would have had a chance to improve Yeah. the time that we had together. Mm -hmm. So if,
0: People Even that are listening are and they
1: don't have that option, but they're like, man, I wish I had a better relationship with my kids, with my spouse or whatever. Sure. Um, you, there are always things that you can do to be more supportive of your spouse, or if they're not being supportive of you to talk to them about it right. and see Ask ways what that you need. Yeah, say what you need or find better ways to s- utilize the time that you have together with your kids.
0: Yeah. And I will say for those, if there are, you know, men out there who are thinking, well, that'd be nice. I wish I could, but I can't. That's not necessarily true. Maybe you, you, maybe you can't, but unless you make it a matter of prayer and pondering and sincerely fleshing out some ideas, Mm -hmm. you'll never really know Mm -hmm. because there were plenty of times where I lamented the fact that I couldn't quit my job or I couldn't be able to start my own business mm-hmm. or that I would have to wait for years and years and years to do it. I have to get yeah. out of debt first and I'd have to own a house first. And <laughs> I have to save up money first to be able to, and none of those things happened. Yeah. It was completely turned on its head. Yeah. So it really, of course, a lot of it relies on having the help of the Lord and doing it in a way that's prayerful and mm-hmm. not just being foolhardy. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, just like any father wants his children to have what they want and what's good for them. If that legitimately feels like something that you think is right for you and you could see a way where you could serve better in your family and in the kingdom Mm -hmm. by doing that. I don't think that's an unrighteous desire. And I don't think that's something the Lord would inhibit Mm -hmm. unless there's some really specific reason why you can't. The real obstacle is probably your own mindset. So seriously consider it, pray about it and, you may be able to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: I just want to make sure that's clear because I, yes. I had the total defeatist mindset for years I know, and yeah. would always lament it. And we I'd would. start like other small things, you know, like a mm-hmm. YouTube channel here or website there mm-hmm. just to scratch that itch mm-hmm. because I wanted so bad to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. But I felt like I wasn't quote unquote allowed to do it. Yeah. And it wasn't until I really was like, okay, this is real. If I do this, this, these are going to be the risks. These mm-hmm. are going to be the consequences. These are going to be potential gains um, that I had that I opened myself up to increase my faith to the point where the Lord could guide me on what to do and how to do it. And once the idea came, there's not been a moment of doubt. Like Mm -hmm. once I could see clearly what I, what I could invest in, Mm -hmm. then it's just get, it's just getting it done. It's just doing the work. So it, there's a lot to be said for timing. There's a lot to be said for your mindset and there's a lot to be said for having patience if it doesn't feel right, but you feel like it's something that will be right. Mm -hmm. And then when it is go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right. This is a a good, uh, motivational speech (laughs) for yourself.
1: (laughs) Maybe this podcast was only for you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Anyway. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining the uh, Facebook group. If you haven't, please be sure to get on there and comment if you will. Mm -hmm. And, um, The page continues to get more likes. I don't know if that's because more people are discovering it or people are sharing it or if it's just random, (laughs) but if you're sharing it, cool. If you're not, that's fine. But tell your friends, tell your family. We love to have people listening and we love to have people uh, reaching out to us and talking to us about it and stay tuned. Like we said, for some future guests, we got some more husband and wife duos coming on. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're interested regardless of what topic you want so just so you know every every guest we let them pick the topic because yeah. it's fun that way <laughs> so if there's something you really want to talk about just let us know yeah reach out it'll be fun
1: if you want to be on a podcast <laughs> if you want to get we a nice guests. easy start we're friendly we'll be kind we
0: edit out the awkward stuff <laughs> yeah. mostly stuff about ourselves. Yeah, we'll embarrass ourselves yeah as amber said they can't stop us from embarrassing ourselves yep And with that note, talk to you later, everybody. Bye.